Hey guys, welcome to Mikey on the Mic. Hey, I got it that time. Finally. <laughs> you did it right. <laughs> I'm here with Jeff. As if you guys have listened to previous episodes, you've been introduced to Jeff. But Jeff and I worked together for a very long time at Bryn Mawr and have stayed friends since. And he is my person that I go to when I feel too good about myself and I need to be roasted. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something really nice, like, you know, if I need mental health help, I go, or I need a second opinion, I talk to... No. Absolutely It's just not. when I need somebody to be mean to me, that's... that's Got it. Good to know. You are really mean to me. And it's totally unjustified. Absolutely. Again, I'm... Uh-huh. But before we were talking, <laughs> or before we started recording, I was telling Jeff about how I am a fucking gem. Everyone should just love me. Mm. And Jeff. Yeah, she did say that. Yep, yep. And, Jeff. and I agreed. Half agreed. I nodded and smiled. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't see that in a podcast. Oh. That doesn't really help, but. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so thank you for inviting me to your lovely podcast. Uh, what is it we're talking about tonight? Um, well, again, we're winging it. I, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. Uh, I did bring up a couple of topics, and you said you would rather just wing it than do the topics that I said. Hold on. Oh, uh, hold on. We can scroll back, and I'll see what the topics were. Uh, okay, sounds good. No, nope. I didn't scroll far enough. Yeah, you gotta go past tacos uh, and cock. Yeah, no, that's what started it. Uh, no, our uh, topics are before do, the, the tacos and cock. Yeah. Uh, no, no, mm-hmm. I said that first thing. In the, anyway, uh, let's do what it's like to do therapy as someone who is mental health trained. Yes, but you don't do therapy, so that was out the window because you're a bad mental. Well, it doesn't health mean. <laughs> I, which is why I'm no longer in mental health. I mean, I feel it. I feel it. And then we talked about, you could interpret my lucid dreams. Well, both of those are options. They are things that we could do. <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious to talk about, I think your response to uh, someone doing therapy as someone who's mental health trained, um, somehow got back to not manipulating therapists. Oh, yeah. I'd like to know more about this. <laughs> okay, so... Um, because I have been trained in mental health, right? So I've been doing this for a very long time. Honestly, since I was 19, I've been going to different trainings and schools for mental health. Um, and I also have been in therapy since I was four. So neither here nor there, but I'm a pro at this. Uh, oh, or I mean, does that make you a pro? I, I or really so. bad at it? Oh, okay. Maybe just a lot of bad things have happened. Uh, so, um, I have learned what makes the difference between good therapists and bad therapists, or not bad therapists, but maybe, like, newer therapists who need to, like, have, like, an entry-level patient. (laughs) Like, I am a complex patient. Right. I am not entry-level. Oh, absolutely. And so, I know which things to say when they're going down a path that maybe I don't want to talk about, right? Like, maybe they're actually making headway and, like, actually trying to, like, make me have progress. And all I have to do is slip in, like, my mom was really abandoning or, 
like I have daddy <laughs> issues and they just get veered off the path and just go straight down that way and they go down that rabbit hole that has nothing for them like I've already dealt with that I've already come to like I have therapized the shit out of my mommy and daddy issues but therapists love to follow that path and they won't let it go See, that makes me think of, like, therapist compatibility. Like, you need somebody who's going to be like, uh-huh, yeah, but I see what you're doing here. Um, yeah. Let's talk about what we're talking about. You need somebody that's going to call you on your shit because, let's be honest, there's going to be a lot of shit. Absolutely. Well, and that was what, when I went this last time back through therapy, I they did, like, a little questionnaire to, like, match me up with a therapist, right? And during the questionnaire, they're like, what do you need? And I said, I need someone who will call me out when they see that I'm not really like being open or I'm trying to avoid a situation. I need someone to say, hey, cool, but no. But see, when I do that, you say I'm roasting you when really I'm calling you out on your shit. You call me out and then you roast me. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so it's been, it's been hard. And, like, my best friend, uh, I don't know if you ever met Emily, Jeff. Uh, my best friend, Emily, is a therapist in Virginia. Yeah, I don't um, think I met her. And we were just talking about this. And I was like, she's like, it's just because newer therapists are coming in and they haven't had a lot of experience. And I was like, yeah, well, I have ghosted so many therapists because I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> Uh, so like I don't know it's weird I don't know I decided maybe I'm going to be my own therapist I started doing CBT today oh, oh okay well I mean I'm, I'm all for doing that too yes well I mean I probably need a outsider's perspective but until I can find a therapist that can match me on my bullshit <laughs> oh no um, I'm going to work on myself and see where I can go. Maybe I will... Really, I'll be so prepared for my therapist. I'll be like, listen, I've been doing CBT. Here are my big things. This is what we need to work through. And tell me what to do. I think that they would appreciate, like, that level of preparedness. But also... It's gonna... I don't think you're gonna find that easily. And I don't think you're gonna look hard enough to find that. No, I don't know. Well... I've been told probably since I was about 14, because again, I've been in therapy since I was four, that I don't necessarily need a therapist because I do all the work on my own. I just need a sounding board. I just need someone to say, yeah, that's an okay thing to think, or mm, let's rethink this for a second. But I do all the work. Like, I don't really, like, my therapist barely speak to me. <laughs> well, I Shut mean, up, I don't Jeff. blame them, but uh, no. <laughs> Story of my life. Put that on no, with my I, mommy. I, I think that's right, right. Um, but anyway, what were we talking about? Um, <laughs> let's dig deeper into this. So where do you think your mommy issues stem from? Uh, my mom was crappy. Uh, no, my mom abandoned me. Like, I mean, not necessarily abandoned me, but she did. She went crazy after my brother died, which I can't imagine losing a child. So, uh... Yeah, that's that's a legitimate 
uh, life event there. It is, it is. But then it continued on. So that was where, and like one of the therapists that I saw really wanted me to dig deeper into like generational trauma, which Mm -hmm. felt very much like I was making excuses for my mom and my shortcomings. Like I have short patience because my mom had short patience because my grandma lost a baby at this age or whatever you know what i mean like generational it's bullshit yeah i don't i don't know how i feel about some like i'm i'm all for pointing out cycles of generational behavior but eh, at a certain point it's like yeah that sucked but i gotta nut up and take some responsibility for this right well and that's kind of like i don't know who i was talking to one day but i was like you know my parents like my dad was good like he was great honestly no one expects a 17-year-old guy to step up and take full custody of a baby. He did. He did all that. He raised me by himself, like, 100%. Oh, it to my dad. Um, but, you know, he had his, like, shortcomings. And I have just decided that I am succeeding as a parent if I am doing better than what I had. I don't have to be perfect. Absolutely. But I have to work on the things I see, like repeating like my mom was a screamer she used to yell all the time I used to be that way I used to yell a lot and I realized that I was becoming like my mom and I didn't like that so I figured out a way not to be that way because I wanted to be better than what I had well that's good I I don't think yelling often gets the result that you want to get from it it doesn't um I'm the best results I've always gotten are like quiet tone. Of, I mean, you know, me and Carlos is first of all, lower your voice. Mm-hmm. You know, the backstory of all that. Yeah. Um, well that, I think you get a much more forced listening and forced response when you don't rise up to somebody else's level. Like if they're doing something, if you make them actually focus and take it in, I think you're heard a lot more. I don't think, I don't know. I, I also hate confrontation, so I've never been a yeller. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't know. Well, I realized that it really wasn't productive when my youngest son matches energy. That is where he's at. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's how he's always been since he was like a toddler. So if you got amped up and raised your voice, he would lose his shit. But if you stayed calm and were like, hey, this is not okay, he'd be upset. But he wouldn't, like, keep rising up. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's, we did the same thing in the mental hospital. Like, if you've got a screaming patient yelling and, and going on tirade, we'd sit on the floor and start coloring and, like, whisper, you know, yeah. hey, you want to come draw? Like, you have, to, you have to project the energy that you want to receive or the, the you know, the attitude that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. There's a reason nobody ever swung on me at the hospital when everybody else got hit. Listen, I got hit a lot. <laughs> I know. And hit on, actually, I mean, which was yeah. interesting. Well, my <laughs> problem is I don't have the, like, since God gave me. Um, so when someone was angry and no one would actually go up to these angry ass patients, it pissed me off. Because I'm like, <laughs> just go talk to them. They're fucking human. Like, why are you mad, buddy? So sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. I got my nose broken on accident. Yeah. She didn't even mean to break my nose. Wait, I don't think I know this story. 
Uh, I feel like you do. Maybe you weren't there. You weren't, because Shannon was on One West. It was, um, like, literally maybe a week after the brawl on One West. Mm -hmm. Um, there was, like, a brawl on Two West. And, um, I... One of the girls had distracted me because she was going after somebody else. So I went to break it up, turned around, and this other girl was going after another one. And then I tried to break that up and get in between them because, like, I was stuck in a corner. So I'd had no real good moves to try to, like, block her. She's, like, hit me. Right. She hit me straight in the face. Um, and, like, honestly, she had no idea. Blackout. Like, she was. Right. So um, ended up fracturing just the bridge of my nose like straight across um and didn't even go out of alignment so the next day i was over there and i was like listen if you're gonna break my nose can you at least break it out of alignment so i can get like a nose job or something like i get nothing out of this and she's like i'm so sorry miss michaela i didn't mean to hit you and i was like i know but like dude do do better next time you hit me like make it count yeah Yep. I was, and now I can't stop looking at your nose going, oh, no, no, it doesn't look like it's been broken. Like, it just... It was just uh, a fracture, like, a small, like, hairline fracture right across the bridge. Nah. That barely counts. I know, it didn't really. I All went right, back so, to work, so... Nah, that was, that was your first mistake. <laughs> hey, do you, you have a new job, don't you? I do, yeah. You're fairly new? Fairly new. I don't know... Was I not in it when we first started doing this? You you were still the dumbest kid in school. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm still the dumbest kid in school, but now I am in a big ambulance. So I'm the dumbest kid on the ambulance. Uh, yeah, no, I'm doing the critical care transport stuff. I've been on the truck now for two weeks. Um, I still can't park it very well, which apparently goes <laughs> into, like, nurses I got it in between the lines last night, but it was crooked, so I count it as a win. Uh, it's progress. Right. You're making positive steps. It was yeah. in between the lines. Um, and it was also rainy, so, like, you gotta give me some credit. Uh, yeah. That sounds an awful lot like excuses, but I'll allow oh, it. fuck off. <laughs> no, but other than that, it's been, like, really good. I have a new, like, like my preceptor is really great she's super like helpful and we used to work in the ed together a long time ago but like never really worked with each other so like we knew each other but didn't really know each other so this has been a cool like i don't know transition i haven't had anything super cool yet but i know it's coming and then when it happens i'm gonna be like gosh dang it i wish that i wouldn't have wished for this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um uh let's see what did we talk about last time do, uh any new intrusive thoughts no well no <laughs> i don't think so okay i'm trying to think like if there were any intrusive thoughts like while driving the ambulance but not really okay well that's a, that's a step in the right direction right you must have been doing some cbt i am working on it my inner critic and i we're working together well, that's that's good. Mm-hmm. If you ever need an, I'll be your outer critic, critic, so you don't really need an inner. Like, if you if you want somebody to criticize you, you can just call me up. Oh, I know it. I know it. 
No, um, that's really about it, though, as far as my life goes. Nothing super exciting. I, um, well, I guess today I got some bad news, bad-ish news, I don't know. Um, so, for those who don't know, I've been diagnosed with BRCA1 and 2, um, which means that I am at a very, like, high risk of breast cancer and ovarian cancer. I had my tits chopped off last year. Um, I am the Kevin Hart joke. She ain't got no nipples. Um, right here. <laughs> but I went for an ultrasound today of my ovaries to make sure. Because every year I have to do this. Also, before I get into like the bad stuff. I made this 20-year-old ultrasound tech super uncomfortable. And I was like, ma'am, you are in my vagina. I don't know why you're uncomfortable. But, like, as we're doing this, I was like, she's like, okay, like, you've done this before. And I said, yeah, every year for, like, a week, I have more people in my vagina than I don't think I've ever had. Or maybe, like, since college. I don't know. And she's like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I'm glad you're keeping up with it, though. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, just stick it in there. It's fine. <laughs> then she didn't speak to me for the rest of the time. Nothing. Aww, that poor little thing. No words. She looked like she was fresh out of ultrasound school. Uh, but I have I have two cysts on the opposite ovary that I did last year. So they think that it's just like normal cysts because I have polycystic ovaries. But I have to go in again in eight weeks and have my vagina just violated by a fucking ultrasound one. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound fun. I mean, I, I can't relate, <laughs> but it doesn't sound fun. I mean, I don't have one, but eh, I mean, I, I don't think I'd like it. I took half a Xanax, which actually made it not as bad. <laughs> which made it way easier to make other people uncomfortable rather than yourself. Right. Like, I was like, it's fine. Just go for it. I didn't say anything else uncomfortable, though. <laughs> These young kids, they mm. don't know what it's like to be a hoe. <laughs> Nouveau hoe is just like not it. Like they, no. they they don't know the struggles of the streets. Like we didn't have apps. We had to go to bars and be hoes in person. Right. I literally had to be like I had to get all gussied up and then try to find some like great like catch line when people were like, Oh hey, how are you? And I'm obviously not do you know about- most koalas have chlamydia <laughs> right <laughs> it's fucking hard okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah you somehow make it look both hard and easy and i respect that about you <laughs> like it looks so awkwardly difficult but successful so it's like i, I can't even fault it game respect the game and i have ne- none so i'll just approve of yours <laughs> honestly i don't know what it is because like there will be times where I'm like, man, I couldn't get anybody, even if I tried. And then I try, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Obviously, I could get anybody <laughs> I wanted. Um, but, no, I don't know. It's weird. I'm awkward, and it works for me. Um, those are those are the two wolves inside you are, you know, like, mm, no, I couldn't do anything. And I can do everything. There's no in between. <laughs> there is not. Oh, yeah. Nope. You know me. That's me in a nutshell. 
either yep. depending on the day i'm the worst or <laughs> god nothing can stop me <laughs> i i definitely prefer the god nothing can stop me days because that's way more fun to watch <laughs> um like there's no fun in kicking a, a a puppy, but when a wolf is coming at you, you're like, oh, I don't feel bad about defending myself at all. Oh lord, yeah, no. I'm also not good at analogies or metaphors, so um, <laughs> you know, it's we'll fine. Just, we'll I'm with the puppy with and wolf. It's fine. I got you. Uh, yeah, no. Dating apps though are not. Also though, dating apps are not easy either because you still have to have like a catch line. You still have to be like, oh, hey. Yeah, I, I've never done well. Or, like, I'll try for, like, a week. And I'm like, yeah, nope, I have no interest in this. But I also don't like going out in public and peopling. And so, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. I uh, used to use Bumble <laughs> um, as, like, a sleep aid. <laughs> this is going to sound so awful. <laughs> So there's something <laughs> I, I like it already. There's something soothing about swiping, right? Like Oh yeah, yeah. So like I would work a terrible shift in the ED and I would go home and I would lay in bed and I would literally just swipe left. Honestly, I don't even know who I was swiping on. I probably swiped left on people that like I was like, "Man, they're super hot." But I was like, "I'm just swiping left because it's something soothing about just swiping until I get sleepy enough and I put my phone down." See, I, I like to, I don't even like to try and, like, match with anybody. I like to try and guess personalities based on the <laughs> chosen photos. And, like, I'm like, oh, what's this person's deal? Like, what are they hiding? What's the what's the real, like... Like, all the men with their fishing pictures? Oh, God, yeah. I can't tell you how many guys in eastern North Carolina have their profile picture of them on a boat holding a fucking fish. It was probably a charter oh, that, women their, too. It's... that their parents bought. Yeah, it's it's not just the men, though. Like, uh, anytime I see one of those, I'm like, boy, I am so not right for you. Um, the... <laughs> I thought you were spraying perfume for a second. I just want to smell good for you, Jeff. <laughs> No, it's bug spray. I, yeah, I there was a bug that. on me. I couldn't figure out. So I just, I don't even know if the bug spray will work, but we're just going to try it. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> if all else fails, grab a lighter and the bug spray and, you know. Yeah, that will make for some good podcast entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is a, like a 75% chance that you'll set yourself on fire. and Yeah. Um, Okay and then I have to it. call the paramedics in my county, which I'm not for. So, like, let's not do that. Yeah, probably a bad idea. Yeah. All right. Well, um, start start guiding your podcast. I'm I'm your guest. What oh do you want to talk about? Oh my god, Jeff. We were just talking naturally. It was organic, and now you just fucked it up. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> well, tell me about this play you're in, because like I knew that you were in a play, but then I didn't really like pay attention because I'm a terrible friend. Yeah, well, we all know that. Um, so, no, I'm in um, a production of Harvey right now, which is an old Jimmy Stewart movie about a, a very drunken man who talks to an invisible rabbit that no one else can see or can sometimes see because the rabbit's a puka. Um, it doesn't sound very funny when you try and describe it, but it is, it, there, it's a very witty, like, 1940s, 1950s play. Um, the dialogue is is like veiled in social commentary um 
and so so it is pretty funny but uh, we opened last weekend uh friday night there were about 50 people there and they didn't clap they didn't laugh they like even during scene changes and stuff it was it was crickets um a smaller crowd the next day but they actually like laughed at a lot of the jokes because it's a lot of tongue-in-cheek and it is pretty funny um and then the, the matinee had more people because you know older people like afternoon shows more than late night shows um and it is an older play uh they laughed so hard and wooed at one of the scenes i was in that i broke character and started laughing myself. <laughs> um, and then all I could think of was all the times in SNL and stuff like that when that happens, and which just made it funnier. So I literally had to, I was like facing my character. I had to turn and go, hold on, give me a second and pull it together, um, which the audience absolutely loved. And my um, co-actors did not approve of very much they were a little mad at me but i'm like it's not my fault that shit was funny and then of course the next time i went up on stage i said a line slightly differently than i had been before and then i just like spit out one like laugh like (laughs) and they got more mad at me um so that was that was fun that was the most fun i've had doing it but i i regret signing up for this i my two of my friends are directing it and so they called me up and they're like hey we're short we need you to to come in and audition i'm like that's two and a half months of commitment for something that i would rather be sleeping through um yeah yeah so it's it's been fun but it's a lot of obligation you know i like my downtime yeah i was actually thinking about it today because i was like you know i can see you in certain things but like theater or like productions depending on what the character is, I just don't see you getting into it. You're not as, like, well, I play dramatic. A... Yeah. Well, I play a sarcastic psychiatrist. Which That's my role in the play. Is you in real life, so. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely prefer, like, improv things where it's just, like, top off the top of the head and i did a lot of theater when i was in my you know teen years i probably did like 30 plays and musicals i've only been in a couple that weren't musicals this is maybe the third or fourth one that i've done of the like 40 that isn't a musical so it's different um you're supposed to act more i was in drama club that's actually i was so angry when in high school because i lettered in drama before I fucking lettered in sports. <laughs> Mind you, I was a varsity player as a sophomore. But my letter on my jacket says drama because that's what I lettered in my freshman year, motherfuckers. So now I look like a Wow, giant I didn't even know you could Well, I mean to be fair, you to are a fair. giant fucking nerd in the best of ways, yeah. I know. I try really hard not to be a nerd, but I am. I just want people to think that I'm I don't an know idiot. why you resist it. I just want people to think I'm an idiot because they underestimate dumb people. Oh well, don't worry. You're really good at seeming like an idiot too. Like you, you tiptoe the line of. <laughs> oh, I'm aware. The good thing is, is that you can rarely tell when it's. Um... Oh God, what's the Douglas Adam line? Um... He approached life with a naive incompetence and gleeful joy, and it was awful often difficult to tell which was which or something along those lines yeah. um yeah <laughs> i i always re- that always resonated with me yeah 
Uh, yeah, no. Um, no, people underestimate people they think are dumb. So I also, though, during my therapy, my self-therapy session today, uh, I had a moment where I realized I do discount my successes to being like anyone can do that. So yeah. I'm trying to be better. Anyone anyone could do this if they had my time, education, and background, right. and knew the things I knew. Exactly. Like, I just, if they were me, yeah, they could do this. Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. No. It's fine. I'm working on it. It'll be fine. Um, oh, well, speaking of things that you think of me, I think this is a good segue into t- saying, so any of my listeners who have not watched Suits... I think that Mm. you should watch it 100%. 10 out of 10, do recommend. But you think that I'm Lewis Lit? (laughs) That's going to stick with you, isn't it? It is. I mean, his redemption arcs literally every time. I think Amber's getting really sick and tired of me being like, there's a redemption arc. Is he going to, like, actually stay in it? (laughs) Because, like, he does. He has these redemption arcs, and then he just, like, crashes and burns, and then you got to start all over again. And you don't see any of you in that? No, I am a gem. We've already established this. I'm a fucking gem, <laughs> Jeff. Okay. I mean, I, I've just I've just seen you on highs and lows. That's um, true. You saw me through it, most of my hope phases. Th- yeah, uh, I think that's that's being a little. I I saw you through some of your latter hoe phases. I'm sure me. I missed a lot of the early hoe phases. Uh, no, really. I didn't really have a lot of hoe phases before <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, but no, you did see my hoe phases, or the majority. I would say three quarters of my hoe phases. Well, here's the, here's the thing about Lewis Litt who, that I like. Uh, he's, like you just said, you, you know, oblivious, but also, like, really good at things but then, but then really bad at people sometimes, and then other times really good at people. And I think there's a lot of that in you. Sometimes you can be the most social person in a room, and other times um, it's really hard to watch you talk to the wall. <laughs> like, you never know what you're going to get. I mean, for the most part, I'm good at people to a certain extent. Uh, Yeah. Honestly, if I find if I'm attracted to a person, that's where, like, my awkwardness really comes out. I'm like, fuck, I don't know what to say. Yeah, well, that's that's my favorite. I like I like seeing the stammer. I like seeing the, the confidence shatter when five seconds ago someone else w- who other people thought were attractive, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to emasculate them and, and tell them why they're stupid. And then some goofy dude in glasses comes in, and you're like, I like books. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was talking about how I used to carry around a, a, a bag of crayons for the Marines that would be like, I'm a Marine at the bar. So I'd offer them a snack. And I was like, man, I used to be that cocky son of a bitch. Just being like, yeah, that's uh, to be fair. You you are still a cocky son of a bitch. That's true. In the right circumstances. That's true. I'm not in those circumstances very often. Honestly, I was downtown Friday. Yeah, I don't know what day it is. I think it was Friday. I went to a comedy show with a friend, 
and uh, oh, I love that. they ended up having to go home for like kids stuff after the show which was cool like I understood that kids come first 100% but I was like I'm already fucking dressed my hair's done and I'm downtown so like I'm gonna go have a drink so I went to a bar where I knew the bartender cause like you know alone female downtown I should probably not just be meandering I had like two drinks there was like baby marines fucking everywhere and I was like you know I'm gonna just go get a shit ton of food and go home wait uh, that took me a second there were uh, they that was a figurative they were just fucking everywhere they weren't no fucking they weren't fucking everywhere. everywhere they were just everywhere okay i mean they might I, have been I just fucking. had to clarify because yeah i i just i don't know what your downtown scene is like <laughs> you've moved further away so i don't know what the town is like it's not I think nearly I've been there like as twice. crazy as jacksonville and i mean definitely not as crazy as newburn um, I don't know. I mean, Newburn's weird. It's it's an old town, and the young people are not good at life, and the my age people are either really good at life or meth heads, and there's not much in between. Like, it's it's not a great scene. There's not much to do socially besides bars, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. We do have more in Wilmington. But, like, you know, Wilmington still is, like, a 15-minute drive, which is not bad. Like, I get it. Like, I'm a big whiner about it. But, like, if I have to go 15 minutes, I have to park my car. I have to, like, walk around. Man, I'm going to make a whole day plan of it. It's like me driving two hours. I'm going to be like, you know, I'm just driving to Wilmington. We're just making it a day trip out of it. (laughs) But I drove 40 minutes for food trucks. Um, I've literally driven the two hours to Wilmington just to go to Indochine because it's like my favorite Indian oh. restaurant ever. We have an Indochine it's Express so in Leland. I don't even know what that is, but I'm so jealous. Well, it's Indochine, but like they only have like half their menu, but like most of their good stuff is on their menu. I just so they were that was the first place I ever had curry, mm. and every place I've ever had since then has paled so much in comparison. That I'm like, this isn't even curry. This no. is just awful. The pad cu is my favorite, but you have to get it hot, not Thai hot, but hot. See, I like Thai hot. I like I like when things are spicy. My hair poofs, like the top of my head will sweat and that's like my spice index if it doesn't make my hair poof and i don't look like a q-tip afterwards then it wasn't spicy enough i had salsa yesterday that i just kept eating and my nose was like running like a sieve because i was like it's so good though and i was just eating chips and salsa and they're like what is wrong with you it's like it tastes so good i just can't help the fact that like my sinuses want to drain because of it i am who i yeah. am I'm I, well, a white i like Mexican. that though that yeah, we, we have had this discussion. Um, I, w- I was shocked to find out that you were... I think it was when we were playing pool and you um, divulged that you were the most Mexican person in the bar. <laughs> Probably. That sounds about right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, a lot of people are very... So either I get people who are like super surprised or people who were super sure I was Mexican. And it's weird, the, like, it's, like, 75 and 25. Like, let's not be, like, it's not 50-50. It's, like, 75 people are, like, 
75% of people are so shocked that I'm Mexican or I'm part Mexican. And then the other 25% are like, oh, yeah, I could see it in your, like, nose. And, like, uh, apparently there's, like, red-headed Mexicans. And, and your anger issues. Let's not leave those out. Right. Well, and I, I was telling one of my new coworkers, I was like, the only thing I got out of my, like, Mexican heritage was my love for spicy food and my body hair. So here we are looking like a gorilla eating spicy-ass shit. <laughs> I can't help it. Wow. I mean, if I said that, it would be racist, but I guess you're allowed to. Yeah, I think I'm allowed to because not only am I part Mexican, but I grew up in a Mexican culture. Like, I grew up in Idaho, but 90% of my town was Mexican. The other 10% were Mormon, so I don't know where that left me. (laughs) With a lot of issues and therapy since you were four. Um, Therapy since I was four. Because either I'm like, do I have sex as soon as I can to have 23 children? Or am I doing anal until I get married? I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, this conversation has taken a turn from spicy (laughs) food real quick. (laughs) I mean, the poop hole is the loophole. (laughs) Why do you say things like that that are going to stick in my head? Have I never told you that? For... No, I have oh. never heard that one before. You're welcome. Yeah. I oh, always man. say that. The poop hole is the loophole. That's what the Mormons <laughs> think. God bless them. Oh, gosh. Or soaking. Have you heard about this? I think I did just hear about this within like the last two weeks, and I don't remember why it was brought up. It was probably you, actually. No. I don't know why. I don't think it was me. I don't talk about it very often. Only when people ask me about it. Uh, <laughs> which is not very often, surprisingly enough. Hey, Michaela, what's, what's soaking? <laughs> um, so, apparently, it's like in Mormonism or like other religious cultures where the male will stick his penis in the female's vagina and then they will just lay there while their friends bounce the bed jump on the bed yeah because therefore they're not actually thrusting so it's not breaking the rules and it's called soaking i i don't know how this came up like with twice in the last two (laughs) weeks i think i was out at the bar and this topic came up it's a sign i've done nothing to encourage this this conversation but it just keeps happening well, I was talking to Amber because there's this culture uh, with like uh, EMS and like emergency personnel, um, including ER nurses, where like everyone sleeps together and like sleeps with each other. And I was like, you know, though, I feel like the ambulances give another level to soaking, right? Like you could literally be in the back, just climb on top of someone on the stretcher, and then have someone go in circles around the like railroad tracks. I bet someone gets off and you're not doing any work. (laughs) I mean, you had me at the not doing any work part. That sounds amazing. We all know you're a lazy lover, Um, Jeff. Wow. That's all I got. I I can't discuss this with any... I know. It's fine. Uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, soaking, fun. 
Anyways, never did soaking, never did that. My first kid was at 21, so really I failed both cultures. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. You're both an early and late bloomer for some reason. Right? I know. Story of my life. Gave my virginity on Christmas night, the year I turned 17. I gave the ultimate gift. <laughs> Is it because you didn't want to shop for anything and that just seemed easier? No, my mom... It was like, oh, your sister's sick. And I was like, my dad's asleep. I can't go home. And she was like, oh, and my boyfriend was there at the time. And he was like, you can just come to my house. And my mom was like, yeah, that's so great. And I was like, mom, you're an idiot. You didn't think that I you knew what was going to happen? <laughs> the, uh, the dumbest thing that keeps popping into my head is like her knocking on the door what are you doing and him just going santa is coming oh no no it was honestly like every girl's like perfect first time like we had sex and then he like slow danced with me in the moonlight in his like basement while singing uh lone star amazed to me it was beautiful wow i know it was beautiful that's and then he cheated um, on... That is very different from my first time. And then he cheated on me with my... Like, at church camp with my friend who then delivered my youngest child. <laughs> so, I mean... It's full wow. circle. Full circle. Just, I was going to start singing, but it's probably best for everybody if I don't. Mm. So. It's okay today. I'm pretty sure everyone downtown... Like, I was on my way to my doctor's appointment... I popped a half a Xanax because I had to do it to get my life together. And uh, I was singing Journey, Don't Stop Believing at the top of my lungs. And I'm pretty sure half the traffic <laughs> was like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> Listen, I'm just uh, a small town girl living in a lonely world. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. No. Well, I feel like this conversation's been 40 minutes of absolutely nonsense, and I hope that my uh -huh, uh -huh. listeners enjoy it. <laughs> this is what happens when you say, I'll just wing it. I think it worked out well. We had 40 minutes of solid conversation. It was organic. We talked about, like, people will learn about what soaking is. It's a whole thing. I don't want that to be the main takeaway, though. Can't we say something of value? What's Michaela's fun fact of the day? Oh, I don't know. I've been on a lot of emu kicks lately, which I feel like we have already covered. Didn't we cover emus? We did. I want an emu cavalry yeah. in the next World um, War. Oh, I don't know. You know what? Next time we do a podcast, I'll make sure I know I'm up to date on my like fun facts. Oh, no, you know what? Okay, since we talked about my mastectomy... Uh -huh. Did you know that breast implants do not disintegrate like bodies do, like body tissue does? So they will actually stay intact while the rest of your body disintegrates. So you'll just be a skeleton with some like big old titties. It's my dream girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but there you go. So if I die, <laughs> that's what I'm going to look like. I there should be like a a recycling service that's just like we'll come pick these up in a couple of years. We'll right. Just, you know. Well, if you get cremated, it's better for the environment. Out. Ooh. I mean, no one's gonna know. 
I expect them to take everything yeah. out. Like, man, do what you will with my body. Just burn the shit out of it. <laughs> that rolled off of your tongue way too easily. I feel like you've said that before. We're not going to talk about that, Jeff. My wife listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had to take the easy joke. You know if you give me the option, I'm going to take the easy joke you every time. You always do like the easier things in life. <laughs> That's why we're friends. Here we are. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, thanks guys for listening. And <laughs> I hope that you listen again after this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. And like, hey, your, your, your podcast is great, except for when that Jeff guy is on there. Oh, and Jeff, then no. it's, it's kind of just, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> No, I think at this point we're going to probably be not recycling, but like we're going to have people who've been on on again. I'm working on a new segment that's going to take a lot of time and progress. So like because there's a lot of people involved in it. But once it gets together, it'll be great. So maybe well, next what, time after this week, I'll be, you know, free. Uh, I won't have, you know, rehearsal every week, night and everything like that. And yeah. so you can actually plan something instead of just Winging like throwing it. together and like, let's do a thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. honestly, why don't you and Carlos get together? Tell me times that you guys are both available and we'll have both Ooh. of you on. Cause I love, I love Carlos that. I'd love to get Carlos. Yeah. I, I love Carlos and Jeff too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's, sure, he, yeah. he's the best friend. So, oh, hold on. Quick, before we go. Um, uh, Carlos, Carlos's birthday was like three weeks ago. Mine was last week. Um, so Happy his birthday. mom had gotten him a gift card. Thank you. Uh, for Carlos, right? I'll tell him you said so. Mm-hmm. Um, no, his mom got him like an Apple gift card. And he was like, eh, maybe I'll get something. I'm like, well, you need new AirPods. You need to get the Pros. So I sent him a hundred dollars. I'm like, now you only have to pay like sixty dollars of your own money. I know that's below the threshold of you feeling guilty for it. So just go order it. Order it right now before you talk yourself out of it. So he did. Loved him. He's really happy. And then today I was talking about one of my urges of like buying some new books or something like that. I'm like, I need the whole collection, even though I don't read them. I have to have all of them. And so he sent me the same hundred dollars back. And I'm like, you know what we gave each other for our birthdays? guilt-free purchases that's all like that was the best gift that you can give i love i that. cannot feel bad yeah like that's all it was is permission to buy something for ourselves and it was you know the scale was completely balanced yeah 100 i so, think that's great i know i thought that was great. i'm a terrible friend when it comes to gift giving because i put so much pressure on myself to give good gifts so when i don't have time to like actually like work on it um i just won't give a gift and then I'll be like, I owe you one. So then you'll just get this random, like, my friend Melissa. I love her. But, like, it was her birthday, I don't know, May? June. She's going to kill me for this. Uh, but she, we had, like, <laughs> a get-together at my house. And I was like, I don't have a birthday present for you. But don't worry. You're going to have a gift at some point. It's going to be a surprise because, like, whatever. So, literally, last week, I just sent her an extra $100, like, because, like, she had bought something, so I sent her, like, I Venmoed her, and then I sent her an extra $100, and I was like, hey, go treat yourself to something. This is, like, self-care. And she's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, and I was like, happy birthday! I don't know! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is who I am, so. No, that's the way it should be. Yep. I always I, I would rather get a gift on a Tuesday for no reason than a birthday present. Like yeah, it's just it's something not... it's like, hey, I thought 
and it's not about the the cost or the effort. It's just like, hey, I saw this and it made me think of you, or I knew you would enjoy that. It. It, it's way better than. But I feel the same way about holidays. Like the calendar says today should be special. So, yeah, one hundred percent. That's how I am. But that's why gift giving and like access service are like equal in my love language because I just think if you're doing something because you thought of me, like you're doing an act of service because you thought I would make my life easier or you went to the gas station and knew I really liked this drink that we can never find and you bought it because you thought of me. Those things mean so much more to me than you telling me how pretty I am every fucking day. Like, don't do that. Tell me you're thinking. I won't. I know, Jeff. We already talked about this. <laughs> Honestly, I was really worried because, like, I'm real sweaty. And I was worried that you would talk about my shiny face. I was distracted by it, so I didn't mention it. I'm like, wow, that is a... Uh, hot out! That's a, I know, it's like, Jeff... It's hot out, and that's bad lighting. It, it's not good. It's not your best. But, hey, you know... <laughs> It's a good look. It's a good look. I was like, Jeff is going to comment on my, like, greasy-ass face. This is going to be real cute. Because you never say anything nice about me. You're just like, oh. That's not true. You say, <laughs> I've said some nice things. You say things. backhanded comments. Yeah, you look way better today than last time I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or you're like, oh, yeah. too much, too much. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. And then it's like, oh, no, he's just saying that it's too much because he doesn't want to actually give me a compliment. That's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like to keep you in your lane because I know if your ego gets out of control, we're all doomed. So True story. You can't let me get out of check because I will fuck everybody up. Not fuck everybody, but fuck everybody <laughs> up. Yeah, the audio cut out there for a second, but then it caught up. So I was like, mm, no, yep. Yep, nope. I just wanted to clarify before you went in on it. All right, well, that's 50 minutes. So we're going to just go ahead and stop this. Thanks, guys, for listening. And Thanks check us out next week. Me. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.